You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. We are going to talk about extreme marriage makeovers. And this is really going to be for couples who have either found themselves in their relationship stagnant or they have been fighting a lot um, and they, they can't really figure out why. There is no cheating, but things just aren't going as smoothly and as um, joyful as they should be. And something needs to change. Um, so, Noel, to kind of kick things off here, uh, why do some keep couples need a marriage makeover? Well, I think that without our realizing it, Steve, is that we form opinions about our spouse and about a relationship. And, of course, we behave in function of those opinions, you know? So if when you first got together you thought your guy was, you know, really physical and loved to go hiking and things, um, you're likely to say, yeah, sure, when he wants to go hiking and you're enjoying it too and that kind of thing. So, you know, on, a, on an interest level, that would be, um, you know, where it happens. And then, and then you find that, gee, you know, you're fighting about it, or he doesn't want to, or you don't want to. And what's happened is that how you respond and react gets hardened. And so you start to resent parts of your spouse or parts of your behavior because here you are responding according to what you thought worked mm. for the two of you, and, and all of a sudden it's not working. And people get resentful. But if things are overall good, no one's cheating, you know, no one's going out and blowing the credit card or whatever, you bury that resentment because, you know, you kind of want things to be hunky-dory. Yeah. So extreme marriage makeover is really an opportunity to review your opinions and attitudes and change them if they ain't working. And is this also, do you find that this happens too? Because, you know, marriage, it's a long-term commitment. And so the person that you met when you may have been 18 or 19 is not the same person when they're 35 or 40 and their opinions have changed over the last 15, 20 years. And you might've, you know, maybe they did like green beans when they were 20, but they don't really care for them so much now that they're 40 and they, they've moved on to a different vegetable. Is that kind of some of the thing that we're talking about? It sure can be. And interestingly, Steve, it can happen much faster than that. Because think about it. If you marry when you're 18 or 19, your 20s are really a very formative period. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, you're making life decisions. Maybe you're having babies. You know, you're, you're doing all those career things. And so there's a lot of movement inside yourself as well as inside your mate. And so what you thought of them or how you thought they would respond and react and want even three and four years ago, can have changed quite a bit. Mm, okay. And and w- so we're really talking about a bottom-up kind of change then, right? Yes, we are. I mean, it's, it's literally, Steve, rooting around in those murky recesses of your mind where you keep a whole bunch of thoughts and feelings basically just on the back burner, you know? And often we don't even realize we're walking around with those thoughts and feelings. But they are impacting your relationship, and they can be very damaging. 
And I mean, and this is one of those things that it, it, it could be a situation where neither uh, husband or wife recognize these changes that are taking place, too. Right. I'll give you kind of a the typical one that happens is you're bumping along, and you used to have every Sunday morning to yourself, okay? Whatever mm-hmm. you did with that, that was kind of couple time, and maybe you went to church, or you went to brunch, or you took a hike, or you went to a museum, whatever. But it was couple time. And somehow, over the last two or three years, that's not couple time anymore. But you keep trying to arrange couple things. And he keeps saying, no, I'm too busy, no, we can't, no, whatever. And you start feeling resentful, but you don't really want to, you know, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize just how much that's hardening inside of you. Okay. So this is an opportunity to look at that kind of stuff. And it's, it's you know, really sitting down with yourself and thinking, okay, what's really bugging me that I'm not giving voice to? Got it. So so it's one of those things where a change has happened. Um, you continue on with a routine that had been working seemingly for both of you for some amount of time. Uh, things have changed. You didn't realize it. Um, there's nothing on the surface. It's not necessarily a big deal, but you're finding some of this rejection um, is really kind of eating you up inside, and you're feeling irritated. You're feeling a little bit of resentment. Um, what's the solution to this issue? And I mean, do you just continue to go on with it and just kind of recognize, like, wow, he's changed? Or is there some other solution to it? Well, certainly you would start with, wow, he's changed. But also (laughs) you would look at, okay, what were my expectations? Because more often than not, Steve, what's happened is you had expectations that were correct and accurate and fine for a certain amount of time, only as both of you, frankly, change, those expectations need to change, too. So maybe what you do is say to him, you know, honey, we used to do this couple thing on, on Sunday mornings, and I loved it, and I'm, I'm confused. Not you jerk, not yeah. you don't love me anymore. Those are the natural reactions, right? Yeah. Right away. But rather, I'm confused. And it's an opportunity, and that's why I call it a makeover. It's an opportunity to sit down and say, oh, okay, well, where we're at now or where I'm at now is that this is taking priority. And that's an opportunity then to say, well, okay, and I'd love some couple time. So maybe we refocus that. Maybe it's Friday night. Maybe it's, you know, whatever it is. In other words, it's, it's not a hard and fast thing, but it is a recognition that everything changes. Nothing stands still. And if we persist in either wanting it to stand still or not recognizing the change, we're going to hurt what could otherwise be a perfectly wonderful marriage. Okay. And, and, and overall, how will this affect the marriage and relationship in the long term? You'll get closer. Think about it. If when you were changing, your spouse came up to you and said, Hun, I've noticed that, you know, you don't blah, blah anymore. You don't, you don't like green beans or whatever. Um, I'm confused. Um, is there something that we can do differently? Wouldn't you feel like, oh, he's keeping up with me? Yeah. He's noticing. That's true love. Because loving is what? It's caring for the other and their growth. It's not stick them in, in some kind of, you know, um, birdcage and please stay that way forever. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. So it, what it does when you're willing to ask these kind of questions, do this kind of makeover, it, it brings you closer together, makes you more real partners. 
Yeah. And it shows you're not um, taking them for granted. You're paying attention to them. You're paying attention to their growth, as you mentioned. Um, it, it, you know, is there a preventive measure you can do for this, like a, like a quarterly relationship checkup of like looking inward and seeing how are things going? It, it, can, you, can you do something like that? You know, I think that's a really, really good idea. And I think one of the tools that you could use, because this seems to help people a lot, is maybe every three, four months, maybe every six months, whatever feels right to you, is for about a week, you journal. And by that I mean that for about a week, every day, you grab a piece of paper and you kind of write down all your thoughts and feelings about your marriage. Doesn't matter what, it can be, you know, God, I love the way he, you know, rubs my feet. Or it can be, oh, it really irritates me that he makes a mess after cooking. It doesn't matter what, just, just sort of blurt it all out mm-hmm. for about a week. And what you'll see is you'll see emerge those things that have sort of hardened into expectations that are no longer accurate. Okay. And you can then really look at them. Because to do it just off the top of your head, Steve, is really hard. Yeah, and a lot of times that won't happen until you're in a not-so-good state of mind. Exactly, right? or things have gotten actually quite bad. Yeah. Whereas if you, I've found that journaling like that, just sort of spontaneous free flow, blabbing all over a page, making yourself actually write a full page, you'll see that by the end of five or seven days, patterns will emerge. Recurring thoughts will emerge, and those are the ones that you want to address. So, yeah, your, your quarterly idea is terrific. Okay. Well, with the, all of those terrific ideas, uh, particularly Noelle's, uh, <laughs> that is going to wrap up Extreme Makeover Marriage. Um, so I want to thank you once again, Noelle, for your time. I really appreciate it. It is totally my pleasure. And everybody, you are listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker, and author of nine best-selling books. Her most recent is Your Man is Wonderful, and you can find more about that book as at yourmaniswonderful.com. Uh, she is also um, author of Dangerous Relationships, is another new one out. Um, and you can find more at her website, noelnelson.com, and you can follow her on Twitter at Dr. Noelle Nelson. Um, I, I should also mention that, uh, I know I mentioned that um, I, I'm on Twitter as well, uh, um, Hitched Media is uh, my address, uh, but I actually have created, if you're not familiar, uh, Twitter has these lists, and I have created um, a list of all the marriage experts, well, the ones who are on Twitter anyway, who are on Twitter, um, and I've created a list for that, so you can follow all the experts um, who contribute to Hitched uh, all in one, all in one place, and you know, one of these days we'll get that over onto the the Hitch site as well. So we'll have a live feed on the Hitch site. But you can go to Twitter, go to Hitched Media, and look under the list section, and there's a, a marriage experts list. And uh, so if you think you've missed any uh, tweets from uh, Noel or any of the other experts, you can you can find what they've been up to over there. So um, thank you once again, Noel. I really appreciate it, and we'll do this again very soon. Okay, bye everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.